I'm kind of mad at Josh right now. So between corn and pickles as a snack, I eat pickles at his desk because I knew it would annoy him more. But I hid the bowl on his desk, so he's going to be sitting here going, what the fudge is that? What the Diane Q over here? <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the Grayson best impersonation ever came from. He's going to throw a pickle at you like it's a spear. <laughs> oh, all the pickles. Oh, I should leave a pickle in there. They're sweet and um, spicy, too, so they smell extra weird. I wonder if you can find a pickle-scented can- candle. That we I could. think they make those for sure. I'm sure I've owned one at some point. You know, white elephant gift and whatnot. No, not pickle candle candy for Yep, the big dill. <laughs> it's thirteen ninety nine. Actually there's a lot of them. Oh wait, no, those are Christmas cookies. Um There's one called Smell My Nuts. And there's <laughs> one called These Nuts. <laughs> Made by X Body Spray. <laughs> no, there's only one uh pickle oh wait, no, there's two pickle candles. One's a party pi- Sugar Creek Candles party pickle. And of course, you can't forget of the big deal. This just reminds me of the uh, SNL bit about sweaty balls. The uh, favorite candy of Alec Baldwin. Yeah. I love those sweaty balls. I don't know that one. But have you watched the one on uh, bathroom lamps? Which one? The one where you pee in a lamp on your desk. <laughs> I've heard from about that one. Mostly from you wanting to send me one. Yeah, but they don't have them there. I can find them online, so I sent you an uh, emergency unisex pee funnel. Thank you for listening to the Safety Pago. <laughs> <laughs> Safety Taco Podcast. I'm your refried bean brother, Adam. I'm your Chipotle mayonnaise brother, Matt. And I love dirty dishes hidden in the office. Hello, I'm getting here, Diane. Which is what Diane just legally changed her name to, by the way, since she married into the family. Dirty Dishes McGee. It's more realistic Josh would change his name to that because I'm the, I'm the messy one. I had to put away all the dishes out from underneath the coffee table before he got home. He opens up the cupboards. There's no dishes in there. He comes looks behind the couch. Like, <laughs> Throws a pickle. <laughs> Get in here. Oh, did you see the one that was uh, the guy from Stranger Things doing the ass of the grouch and the way that Joker was made? No. That's yeah, hilarious. I watched that. watched that yesterday. I heard about it on different podcasts, and they were saying, like, yep, SNL's done their one good bit this season, and here it is. <laughs> so I watched the movie The Disappointments Room with Kate Beckinsale from, like, 2007. And apparently it's based on a kind of true story, based on an HGTV show from the 70s or something. I don't know. Um, and so it talks about disappointment rooms where, back in the day, wealthy families... Well, they move into an old house, and they find out they have one. They find out what they are. And apparently, like, back in the olden days, like, if you were, like, a prominent family and you had a child with birth defects, you would put them in the disappointment room and um, kind of hide them away from society. But now I'm convinced that every room in my house is a disappointments room. <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, well, my closet's kind of big. You can fit, like, kind of a chair in there. 
disappointments room. Um, it's been refurnished to be a closet. The bathroom looks like you could fit at least like one whole child in there and hide them away, and they can have a cozy bathroom. Um, the kitchen is the perfect place to hide somebody. Uh, the basement's kind of creepy, and it's got spiders. Disappointments. So what I'm hearing is basically Harry Potter's like first few years of life was just him being in whatever dis- disappointment room the Dursley shoved him in. No, Matt. Harry Potter is the author. You're thinking of J.K. Rowling. Sorry, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of stranger than fiction type scenario did you just set up here? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I heard that Harry Potter wrote uh, J.K. Rowling to be gay in her books. <laughs> but he only decided that after the fact. Yeah. It's after like the eighth book, all of a sudden, like the whole time, it's like, well, you never really painted yourself in a corner there because it didn't really matter either way. But okay, whatever. <laughs> That's like doing all like the mouth work of like, oh yeah, I'm like, you know, for like gay rights and like you know, trans people. But I didn't really do any of the work for it, and I'm just saying this thing because it sounds good now. Doesn't he have like a kid in the movie and stuff and a wife? Yes, he marries. Jenny Weasley? Yeah, I think so. At least in the movies. And I think in the play. They have a play? Yeah, they have a play. Musical. Is that the one where um, Daniel Radcliffe takes off his shirt? Or is that a different play? I don't think it actually has Daniel Radcliffe in it. Of course it has Daniel Radcliffe in it. Every movie has Daniel Radcliffe in it. I thought you were going to say the one where Daniel Radcliffe took off his pants. It's like the movie, uh, one of the Oceans movie, where Julia Roberts plays Julia Roberts. Of course Daniel Radcliffe is in it. I think you mean when Bruce Willis was playing Bruce Willis. What movie did Bruce Willis play Bruce Willis? Ocean's Twelve. Oh yeah, I remember that. He was, that was uh, playing to, the part sequel of sequel to Pulp Fiction. <laughs> it was, yes. <laughs> I remember that scene now. It's where he was uh, playing you, Bruce Willis. Former boxer, and I can't really remember what his role was in that, other than like he was supposed to throw a fight and then didn't. Was that basically his entire plot? And then he ran away. Yeah. He killed Vincent Vega. Yeah, that's right. And he had to ask the one guy if he's okay. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> so disappointments room, huh? Yep. The movie was like, here's a bunch of plot and wrap this shit up. We got 10 minutes to go. All right. All the plot all at once. Here you go. Okay, bye. <laughs> it was interesting. On a scale of Ben Affleck to Casey Affleck. How many Afflicks would you give it? Casey and a half. Because <laughs> it sounds like you were pretty into it. I thought you were going to go with the uh, Affleck duck. I was pretty into it until like it was like, all right, here's all the things that just happened. Uh, none of it happened, and they're driving away from the house. Goodbye. And now, the worst part is every room in my house is a disappointments room, and it's not just the rooms I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying something about Josh? <laughs> whatever. I'm mad at Josh, so whatever room he's in is a disappointment's <laughs> Disappointment's house. No, whatever room he's in is the shitbird room. Husband is a shitbird. He won't go to the dentist. Like on religious reasons, or is there like a specific... Don't give him excuses. 
It's so bad. He dodges their calls so much that they called me and told me all of the things about wrong with his like teeth. Like he's got four cavities, and if he lets one go any longer, he's gonna need a root canal. And so they don't even call him anymore. They just call me, and he gets really mad because he's like, "This is a HIPAA violation." I'm like, "That's your issue here." Um, I mean, dentists have different rules than doctors. It's all medical, isn't it? It's totally different. I don't know. You could always uh, hit up Jason for like dental care advice. <laughs> Why don't you tell Josh? That? <laughs> I got some pliers in the basement. I mean, <laughs> I could help him out. That's like going to Nestle and saying, "What do I do about my teeth?" Actually, like, Nestle probably has a pretty good dental care program. Coca-Cola, should I stop drinking Coke and go to the dentist? Like, no. Here's another Coke. Go watch Disappointments Room. No, if you watch Disappointments Room, you will then be convinced that every room in your house is a Disappointments Room. Every room. So Josh comes in with like pliers and all his teeth in his hand going, checkmate, Dennis. <laughs> yes, because it's all a plot for them Spit. to get his money is what it really is. It's bet I was dentures like, <laughs> never again. <laughs> Can we have mashed potatoes for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a Blendtec blender for Christmas? No. <laughs> he stole one blender. He only gets a, that blender. Matt, you were there. For, you were there for the stolen blender. blender. Um, I don't remember it, which probably means I don't want to be complicit. Oh no! See, when we lived together, someone sent someone a blender in that apartment complex that we lived in, and no one claimed it for like right. two weeks. So Josh is like, "Cool, this is my blender now. Look at my blender." And then he's like, "I was like, don't leave that here. Take that home." And he's like, "All right, I will." And then he left it in our living room for two weeks. And so he came over to our house one night, and we were making smoothies. He's like, what are you doing with our, my blender? And I'm like, you left it here for two weeks. He's like, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so it became our blender. Matt, do you want your blender back? Yes. Will you mail it to me? It's kind of corroded. I put most of it in the dishwasher. Okay. In that case, you could send me a new blender. Uh, of equal or lesser value currently. What I heard is, please find me the tiniest blender you can find possible and send it to me, because I'm already on that. No, was that equal or lesser value of the current value of the blender? <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I said. You're going to get a new unisex key funnel. <laughs> He's going to get whisk. I'll figure out how to use that as a blender. <laughs> Don't try me. <laughs> I need margaritas. Oh, my sweet Jesus. I found a um, a dollhouse blender that you make it. Oh my god, this one even plugs in. I think your style would more be like, how many blenders can I buy from local thrift shops to send to Matt all at one time? No, because then I gotta figure out how to mail something. <laughs> I'm gonna buy up every like dollar used blender I can find on eBay and Amazon and just ship it to Matt. <laughs> no, well, maybe. This tiny blender is is legit and it's seventy dollars off instantly if I get Amazon Prime card. Okay, let's see this blender. It's cute. Is that USB? I think it plugs. Or is that just like a little RC card that's attached to it? I think it's the plug. It is adorable. I'd be worried about your daughter eating it. Like, ooh, blender. My dog. Your daughter. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. You'd probably just play with it. I'll teach her the word margarita, and then you'll be a bad influence in her life. I'm the best aunt. Just don't ask Grace and her Gretchen. 
<laughs> Speaking of being the best ant, uh, I'm sure Grayson's kind of excited about the new Fortnite update. Yeah, he's been watching all the uh, Dan TDMs and Blitzwingers online. You know, he's like asking me if it was updated today. I was like, oh yeah, it's updated. <laughs> well, I just wanted to want, figure out like what was y'all's favorite like part of the update because I really appreciated how they replaced all the guns with baking supplies and turned it into a baking simulator. Did they really? No, that's the joke. <laughs> no, I'm going to believe that as fiction, or as fact, and I'm going to tell everyone I know that's what they did. It's no longer a battle bus. They had to do a battle minivan. Now there's a big hole. <laughs> Adam, get off red tube. <laughs> and the best part of the Fortnite update is that they replaced all the guns with baking supplies, so now it's like a baking simulator. Just run with a fork and a knife. They would change the name. It's Fork Knife. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> now, in addition to buying all of the like various chef costumes that you can, you can also buy recipes, and all those kids are getting bullied for not having like high-tier recipes that they can make in-game. Instead of Thanos, it's, uh, I guess his name, <laughs> the Regi Chef. Gordon Ramsay? Yeah. So instead of uh, Thanos like running around with the big glove, you gotta fight Gordon Ramsay with a fork and a knife. <laughs> and so he goes, to fight. "It's raw." Yeah. <laughs> I would like to think that's to the fight. final boss. I think my favorite new skin is the Guy Fieri one. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, that little section of the map called Flavor Town. It's called City Hall, and he's at the top of that building. He's the mayor of Food Town. <laughs> So speaking of gaming, um, Josh and I hang out, hung out with apparently this guy whose um, career is YouTuber. Um, that's a thing. Yep, that's his career. Um, he's very interesting, and I got him very drunk on whiskey because it seemed appropriate because he's from Scotland. Adam, that's why I texted you last week going, "What's a good cheap uh, whiskey?" Because he's like, "All right, what whiskey can I get here at Meyer for fifteen dollars?" Like, ooh. Was his name Jack, and did he have pink eye? Uh, he might have had pink eye. His name was Dan. I ended up buying a bottle of um, Woodruff Reserve or whatever. Woodford Reserve. Uh, yeah, I don't really know whiskey, and or I don't know the scotches that well. Like, whiskey, I'd probably pick something that Josh would disagree with anyway. He doesn't know. He doesn't like uh, my choice of the uh, the Kraken. Kind of, Josh probably prefers, like, Salem Jerry or something. Sometimes you just gotta go lick that Kraken. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen... Josh drink a liquor that wasn't clear. Uh, like, like he always had a bottle of Goose, and that's what I know him as. No, we drink Tito's now. Man. We don't drink Goose Tito's. anymore. Okay, that's what I get for living out of state. I don't know Josh's liquor preferences anymore. That uh, Apple Crown Royal is pretty good. Yep, so good. Rick was like, "I really want to try Apple Crown Royal." And we're like, "Okay," and then he was like, "This is disgusting." Josh wouldn't let me go out to the car to go get it for him because, like, I'd come back as, like, Edward Whiskey Hands. We had, like, four <laughs> bottles of whiskey in the car. All right, I'm sending you, a, you guys a link of this one weird kid. He's very weird. That's the YouTuber you met? <laughs> yep. Silent core. He's, like, hardcore, but, like, quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I take issue with him, though, because I was putting whipped cream in everyone's mouth, and... I was like, do you want whipped cream? And he's like, yeah. And so he opens his mouth. First of all, this man had the biggest mouth I've ever seen, like, in my life. Like, his mouth like Stargate. And then as soon as I put it in, he's like, I don't like whipped cream. And then proceeded to start vomiting in the trash can. So you know. 
He's legit. Yeah. He likes Red Dead Redemption and Bully. Yeah. He, like, he looks like a PlayStation 4 kind of gamer. <laughs> it's the hair, isn't it? Yeah. He does like Red Dead. Oh, I scrolled down far enough. Yeah, he's got like a PS with a check mark and an Xbox with an X next to it. <laughs> Has he only been playing Red Dead? I'm in like four or five months ago, and I'm only really seeing Red Dead. Um, apparently he was playing League of Legends at our friend's house, and they made it like on a bot or whatever, so he's facing, I think, the computer, like on easy. And he's like, holy crap, I'm so good at this. And then they started all laughing at him because he was playing the computer on easy mode. Holy crap. You know what you can also do on YouTube? You can learn how to become Coraline's other mother with this makeup tutorial. (laughs) Step one, gouge out your eyes. Step two, replace them with buttons. Uh, Actually, step one is uh, buttons. Step two is gouge out your eyes. But close, Matt. See, there would have been a subtle difference when you went to go gouge out your eyes when there weren't buttons. I guess gouging out your eyes first does make it hard to read the rest of the directions. You're right. This guy only plays Red Dead and Grand Theft Auto Five. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was also funny because um, one of our one of these people was like, "I have tickets to go see Chainsmokers, but it's in Columbus tomorrow night on Sunday in Columbus at seven. And I was like, "Oof!" So we passed on it. He's like, oh, "I have to go." But he thought it was going to be a rave, and we're like, bruh, that's three hours away. You're supposed to take a plane back tomorrow, and you don't have a car, and it's not a rave. It's a concert. So no one went. I mean, you could try raving at a concert. Like, It's all about how you approach it. You could start dancing in like a rave-type fashion and just be that one guy who gets you know, recorded, and then everyone makes fun of him. That's always an option. My favorite commercial right now is the one where the boy bands are on stage and they're not moving and they're singing and the dad's like, why aren't they moving? Are we supposed to be dancing? And he starts dancing and then he looks around, no one's moving and he's like, oh, I don't know if it's just because I'm a child. And I'm just like, I love this dad. (laughs) This dad is my spirit animal. Yes, I look forward to having children and embarrassing the shit out of them. It'll be good times. It's pretty easy. Yeah, it's not hard. (laughs) Just be whatever you like to be, and then the, your kids are going to be like, oh, that's so old. What's wrong with you? Everything. Everything. Okay, so in this last week, me and Brenna picked up crocheting, and I need some ideas for what to make, because Brenna wants to make some uh, frozen dolls for Elowen for Christmas, but it takes a little bit of like practice to get up to that level. So, so far, I've made a snuggle pad for the cat. I made a dice bag for my D&D dice, and I'm planning on making a fake butt for Diane. Do you have any other suggestions? Tiny blender. Face hugger hat. Face hugger hat. That seems like the hardest thing to make. I feel like a face hugger mask would do... Well, I guess you could pull it down. Okay. <laughs> Be looking for one in your mail soon. <laughs> what about tiny blender? Tiny blender would be a little easier. It's like the song. Hold me close. Or ta- <laughs> It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Blend me closer, tiny blender. I was a toaster. <laughs> Make a tiny toaster. I can sing about it easier. Make a tiny toaster with a human hand popping out of it. Make breakfast spooky. Oh, yeah, I get toast. I love that Amityville toaster. Make breakfast spooky. Spooky freaking toast. Spooky toast. Yum, yum, yum. Human hand. <laughs> Are they still making those videos, by the way? Oh, yeah. Okay. 
because I don't think I've actually looked at that website in eight or ten years. He's had he's up and ups and downs, and then also he's got the pumpkin guy. He kind of got away from it because like Flash is kind of falling away, and then he can't do the homie voice in real time. It's got it's audio processing to it. Mm-hmm. Kind of hit and miss what he does with it. But the rants aren't good. Usually, the rants aren't usually as good as they used to be. Just getting tired of complaining. Doesn't have the complaining longevity of like a Dennis Leary or a Lewis Black or one of those. So I'm texting mom something very inappropriate. It's what I do best. Um, she's like, Jim is getting stronger. Doctor said toe is good. And I'm like, I thought you said he didn't get to keep the toe. I wonder if she'll know what I mean. I try to tell. I told mom to try and see if Jim, they'll let Jimmy keep his um severed toes in case he needs to pull off a ransom. Uh, he did not. See, this is where I think you and me are like totally different because I felt awkward like so much so that I didn't want to ask which toes were missing. But you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like on a different continent. You're on a different planet <laughs> as far as these questions go. <laughs> I only laugh about this because one, Jimmy went in for surgery at eleven thirty. I called mom at three thirty, and he was at home eating pie and cupcakes. He had two toes. Heck came. yeah. He had two we just toes. lost some toes. Let the man carve up. Two toes. Forget diet for a day. Four hours later, <laughs> I'm going to eat all of the pie. If there's any day for a cheat day, it's the day that you go in for surgery and lose your toes. That's a cheat day. Automatic. Don't care who you are. <laughs> I guess. You think the toes are enough bait to lure alligators away if they start charging you and you can't walk away fast enough? <laughs> Mom said, "Throw some toes at it." Uh, Mom just texted me back that he asked for the toes back. <laughs> a Ziploc bag. <laughs> do you have a vacuum sealer? Do you have a food saver bag? That might be a little bit better. Jimmy and I are on the same continent, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> in a miracle whip jar, <laughs> the label's still on it. That's inappropriate. It would probably be country car. Country what? <laughs> No, it has to be a container of I can't believe it's not butter. So when you open it up, it's toes instead of butter. I can't believe it's human toes. Or one of those cookie tins that'll be like mixed in there with like the sewing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> are these butter cookies or are they sewing supplies? Toes! Not see that one coming. Right now I'm watching a makeup tutorial of a lady trying to follow a makeup tutorial of the Halloween makeup I want to do. So I want to see how bad she messes it up so I know how bad I'm going to mess it up. I'm glad you're searching out the Cake Rex version of people putting on makeup. I, I have it muted. I can't tell what she's saying, but she looks hilarious and it's cracking me up. It doesn't look great. Oh God, I'm going to cry when I try to do this. Is this the Coral, or this is the other mother from Coraline makeup tutorial that you're watching? No, I'm watching um a lady try to put do mermaid scales on her face and she's trying to okay. figure out how to hold a fish net stocking on her head. Why is she doing reverse mermaid? I don't know, but she's got <laughs> splices of Kevin Hart in there giving facial expressions. I'm just saying. Ariel didn't have any scales on her face. Is she going like fish on top, just lady on bottom? Because that's a highly inappropriate Halloween costume. I guess. Does it make her a pyro bottom? I want to be reverse... Oh, next year for Halloween, I'm going to be a reverse mermaid. Fish on top, human on bottom. That is correct. I'll, I'll join you. I'll be a reverse centaur. I'll be horse on top, person on bottom. Or sorry, 
No, that's right, centaur. <laughs> I'm gonna be the super reverse centaur. Horse on top, horse on bottom. Man in the middle. This girl's like some sort of. This girl's problem is she didn't use bright enough makeup. Also, now she looks like a zombie. Oh, so zombie. I mean, mermaid zombie. I could see being a good Halloween costume. Just like that guy who wrote Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, you know, taking a crack at some uh, Disney IPs. Could see it. Did you say Disney IPAs? IPs. I don't think I would drink a Disney IPA. Why? Because it's $300 for a small? Well, I'm trying to think who they would use for an IPA, and the first thought that came to my mind was Grumpy from Snow White. I just don't want to be Grumpy Beer. What are your thoughts on IPAs, by the way? I tend to find people who don't like them, so I get them almost exclusively so I can drink them. I like them. I kind of like the grapefruit grapefruit aspect of it. So Kind of in the minority, though. If I can find a nice grapefruit IPA, I'm super down. So if you and me ever just want to you know, get drinks and no one, or share them with no one else, it's get a six-pack of Guinness and a six-pack of IPA grapefruit, and we're good to go. Or... Yeah. Six pack of Sidra Pale. You can take everything grapefruit and put it back where it came from in the deep dark pits of hell. <laughs> Diane has a hard grudge against LaCroix. Then we're going to order pizza with pineapples in it. Yep. They didn't get behind me. Citra Pale. <laughs> Citra Pale and Squirt. <laughs> and we're going to take up the TV and play Hot Shots Golf. Not a. <laughs> Like a really old one too, like Hot Shots Golf too. So no one's even like interested in the graphics except you and me. Whatever house you do this in, let me know so I can seal all the doors and put a sign on. It'll be just like what we were doing. Oh gosh, I'm gonna say 20 years ago, and I don't think I'm wrong. I'm gonna say 20 years ago, and I don't think I'm wrong. There you know, we all just play Mario Kart online together. <gasps> we. I've made that Minecraft server. Always jump into that. Disney a computer good enough to run Minecraft. I find that the Germans are the hardest to play Mario Kart with. They're very efficient. Are you basing that off of like the flag of the player that you're playing against online? Yes, because it tells you where they're from. And like we can, I can stand my own with all the other countries, but once you put me up against Germany, I almost threw the controller through the wall. I always like coming first in those. It always makes me feel like I'm doing a good job in life. And then I realize I'm just playing Mario Kart with strangers online, and I feel sad again. So, how many disappointment rooms do you guys have in your house? Adam, I know that you have that one inside your uh, entryway. Yeah, we've got like three. (laughs) Each end of the house, and there's one like that would be the attic. I've got that little, like, notched thing, so somebody, if I had, like, the disappointment up there, he kind of could stare out. People would like look at it like I think I see somebody up there, and then if you listen a little carefully, you could hear him go. I think I'm on the same page as Diane. I think every room in my house is a disappointment room. And not the rooms that you're in, right? It's just all of the rooms. All of them, all the time. This is just reminding me of the etymology of the term "living room." We don't know about that. Yeah, it's where people used to keep their dead. Yep. Really? They I just made that shit up. No, they used to keep uh, their uh, dead loved ones in their uh, death room or whatever it was, and then they wouldn't put them in the living room. So, like, 
for those that you couldn't let go of or you were waiting for like their funeral, you'd keep them around in the house preserved for, you know, a month or two. Three then, years was the max. Well, now you're getting to like, you know, uh, Bates, uh, psycho type stuff. Uh, his name is Ed Gein and he has a name. <laughs> Ed Gein? You know, the guy who had like a cup full of noses on his coffee table. Nice guy gave deer meat around to all the neighbors. Never killed a deer. <laughs> Didn't have a hunting license. Never went hunting. Yeah, I'm sure he messed up all his neighbors when that came out. Yeah, there's that probably that one guy on the block. Is like, I don't really accept meat from neighbors, so thanks. And then it's like, oh, I'm glad I didn't eat that. But all y'all cannibals. I'm sure that's what everyone I think said. I'm that guy. I think I'm that guy because I had some guy neighbor coming around handing out some deer meat like, hey, I'm just trying to meet the neighbors and so like, oh, we could cook that up and I get in the house and I pitch it like, I ain't trying I, I ain't no cannibal How <laughs> about somebody dispose of the body <laughs> Just walk it down to the police station and be like will you test this to see if it's human This sounds like a really bad like trick-or-treating experience for kids. Hi kids, have some meat Only if it's a rotisserie chicken would my children be allowed to accept it I promise there's no razor blades or cocaine in this meat. Those things are so expensive. Why would anyone give those to children? Well, you're thinking like that all started in 60s, 70s when razor blades were cheaper. Yeah, it's when razor blades were cheaper than beating your wife, but you still beat her anyway. Are the razor blades cheaper than full-size candy bars? Not according to Diane, who buys full-size candy bars every year and then gets no trick-or-treaters. So I see through your scam. I bought 40 full-size candy bars for $18. What do you want from me? <laughs> I want you to admit that you bought those for yourself. <laughs> I haven't eaten any of them, except for I really wanted to eat one yesterday, but I didn't. I ate my desk candy today like an adult. It tasted weird because it next to tea. She's trying to avoid eating them all, so she puts them in the disappointment room. <laughs> there is all the rooms. <laughs> I didn't say that you were successful. I just, <laughs> you're just... That's why I ate pickles, so I wouldn't eat candy. I feel like one of your children, Adam, I was like, do I want to eat corn or do I want to eat pickles? I think you need a picture of Kevin Sorbo in every one of your disappointment rooms. You know what I'm talking about? You remember that uh, part from uh, Hercules where Kevin Sorbo was uh, accidentally read a, like a acting prompt out loud, so he just yells out, disappointed? I don't know things. I'm starting to wonder if Mitch ran across the keyboard. But there's a cat butt on the keyboard, but it is not the boy cat. It is girl cat. She requires cat pets here in the disappointments room. Do you think it's inappropriate to start going over to people's houses when they show you around and be like, oh, cool. And what? where is your disappointments room? Or if you first walk in the house and go, oh, this must be your disappointment room. <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea. Let's go with that one. But do that in every room you walk in, or just one of the rooms? Just ask in every room you walk into. Is this your disappointments room? I could see Diane doing that, going through like a plantation home tour. Oh no, no, no. (laughs) Ah, this must be your disappointments room. That movie was weird, though, because the lady was like, there was ghosts, but the lady had like a mental thing or whatever, and so she's like... I'm going to stop taking my pills. And then she started seeing stuff. And then she's like, ah. And then she was leaving the house and then saw something in the end. Are you sure you just didn't watch the others again? That was that, uh, 
Oh, uh, what's her name? Nicole Kidman? Yeah, that Nicole Kidman movie. Where it turns no. out they're dead the entire time. No, see, the plot of that movie is... Uh... Oh, we're ghosts. <laughs> and then they walk away. You mean they walk back in the house? Because they're mother ghosts. Don't they walk into the fog? Or am I just thinking of the You're ghost thinking... husband who shows up and then walks away? That's the ghost husband. He's like, I'm dead. Wow, you guys are dead. Bye. I don't want to spend the rest of my life with y'all. I got too much to be dead for. He had to go back to his dead field. It was probably Halloween or something. I don't know. Adam, did you say there, were, there was a movie you wanted to talk about? Well, there's the... Uh, watch the movie The Bravest. It was a Chinese firefighting movie. And then I was kind of into it because they film the, the fire like it's a monster. So that kind of gets the cross between backdraft and kaiju. But like some of the choices that they made were pretty silly. It's just more like contrived just so that, you know, that'd be just like one dude fighting down the, the fire monster, essentially backdraft style. But like the, the climax of the movie, there was like this scene where basically the guy is on the suicide mission to go fight the fire himself as like thousands of other firefighters are hanging out in the back because it's so dangerous uh, with the fire that they have to like fight the fire before they can fight the fire before the fire blows up everything. I'm like, what the hell is going on? That's not how real firefighters work. You would fight the fire. There's no like hello drama about There's it. There's no like David and Goliath type subplot going on. Yeah. Some guy standing by himself, hands are all burned, like fighting like this fire. And it's like, is that all you got? And like the fire has like this, wisp of tentacle that comes over and knocks him down. He reaches back over, picks his thing back up. And then eventually he succeeds but dies. And it's like, alright, now all thousand firefighters attack! <laughs> <laughs> now that Jerry's gone, we can do this. He did it! He fought the fire! <laughs> now everybody, attack the fire with the water! <laughs> and on that day, they were successful. <laughs> and there was... But Jerry... Jerry never survived. And there was only <laughs> one casualty. <laughs> and then it's like the B plot, because the movie then goes on for like another 20 minutes after the fire is dead. It's like, hey, this guy's got approval from his dad now. The end. <laughs> <laughs> you did a real good job waiting till your friend was dead before you started fighting that fire. I'm proud of you, son. And I salute you. I salute you back, Dad. Story by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> Cinematography was great in it. <laughs> How'd you come across this movie? It's like a movie Bob YouTube video recommended it. Okay. So what were you watching that led the movie bot to say, like, oh yeah, he's going to totally love this movie. Oh, so he was just talking about like how it was filmed. Like the fire was a monster. I'm like, I'll watch a kaiju fire. Okay. Down with that. The other aspect of that too was uh, Grayson had like almost failed a reading comprehension test and that movie's all subtitled. He's trying to watch it with me, but he can't understand anything that's going on because he can't read fast enough to understand what's going on and see what the stuff that's going on on the screen. Better get good. I feel him. <laughs> I feel like when we went to go see Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, I didn't see basically anything that was going on with their subtitles going through it, so I feel his pain. I remember me being really pissed in that movie. You're like, what? I don't remember if that movie was subtitled or not. <laughs> I just remember getting back home and then mom's like, how was the movie? And Matt was like, ah! 
think we did go home complaining about it. Like, if I wanted to spend two and a half hours reading, I would have picked up a book. I think that's exactly what you said to mom. That sounds like teenage me. All I really remember about that movie is it has Chow Yun-Fat and Stockholm Syndrome, and that's about it. People jumping on trees. I remember <laughs> People jumping on trees. There's a tree jumping, and then she gets metal in her foot or something. That's all I remember. If it happened at the beginning of the movie, it'd be a superpower. The metal in the foot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it happened at the end of the movie, so it's nearly fatal. If it happened in the middle of the movie, does that make her Bruce Willis playing Bruce Willis? Probably, yeah. No, that's if she got glass in her foot. Oh, right, right. What if she shot a bunch of German guys and then got glass in her while and then, being shot at by German guys? And then asking the one guy if he's okay. And the guy saying, I shot a kid. I'm pretty far from okay. <laughs> Cowboy. <laughs> and then Chow Yun-Fat in the final scene of the movie says, yippee ki and then jumps off on a tree and into the sunset. I shot a kid. <laughs> Crouching tiger, hidden diehard. <laughs> I'd watch it. Except for when a Chow Yun-Fat jumps on a tree and makes the same noise that the mushrooms did in Sonic and Knuckles. <laughs> Please, please make that happen. <laughs> it's probably what the new Sonic movie is just going to be. Sonic jumping on trees and that making the mushroom noise. I did send Diane earlier something about Sonic as an anime. Oh, yeah, I sent that to uh, a couple people. There you go, Matt. Be scarred. <laughs> You're acting like I'm not already scarred. Okay. <laughs> Let's see how bad this is. Okay, please watch it now. I want to hear your uh, your reactions. Reaction oh, video. Game Grumps? I love Game Grumps. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, what are you doing? Don't do this to me. I need Game Grumps. It's like what Dragon Ball Z really was trying to go for. <laughs> I stick with that. I think it's what Dragon Ball Z was really trying to go for. <laughs> Should we call it there? Yeah, I didn't know if you were done. <laughs> oh yeah, I finished it. Sorry. Okay. Cool. Damn, get in here. <laughs> <laughs> Little do you realize, I'm a power bottom. <laughs> All right, for our repeat segment here, uh, for how to make things better, Polar Vortex. Since it's kind of hitting Michigan right now, saying it's going to be a bad year because of the how polary vortexy it is over in Siberia. That when it flips around, it's going to get us. Right. So we think that it's be like a vortex of polar bears. At least we're not getting the Sharknado again this year. Yeah. Only we don't get them as bad as, you know, out by the Pacific Ocean. It's more like a bass NATO. Trout NATO. <laughs> Bluegill NATO. <laughs> so you're saying how to make a polar vortex better? Or how to make, yeah, you know, like, living through one a little better? Yeah, yeah you know, whatever. <laughs> It'd be better if the polar vortex was like the polar pops. Like, you know, just soda. 
mean, you could put a, the movie the day after tomorrow on like a projector screen and yell at the polar vortex. It's like, you think you're a polar vortex? You got nothing on this. And then try and get off my lawn. <laughs> try and embarrass it into being less. So you have a more, you know, temperate you know, polar vortex experience. I'm just going to be really pissed if I get hit in the face with another polar bear this year. The benefits of living in Texas. You don't have to get a polar bear to the face. I'm going to send you a tiny blender and a polar bear. You can make your own t- polar bear hitting you in the face. <laughs> you always try to body shame it. <laughs> it's like, shut out the window. Like, the polar, the polar vortex next year had a lot more balls than you did. I heard the worst thing that comes with polar vortex actually today. There's some school districts where having kids do online classes on uh, snow days. What so, the fudge? Yeah. Not really making it better, but maybe like the polar vortex would be so cold that it knocks down like the servers or like, like so kids don't have to, you know, do online classes on a snow day. It's kind of prepping for it. So I've got those little uh, heater pocket things that you snap and then shake up. Gretchen found them. So she's all like, let's, uh, let me use this for like 50 degree weather while I play soccer. I'm like, no, those are for like negative six outside and the power goes out because the polar vortex got mad at me for yelling at it. It had small balls. <laughs> Makes me think I, I didn't check on those lately. Probably to open those up and it's going to be like an empty bag. <laughs> okay. Since you're talking about polar vortex hitting you hard right now, what's your temperature out there right now? 63. Uh, it's going to get down to 39 tonight. Oh my god. Sweet tuxedoed baby Jesus. I'm sorry. Sweet tuxedo shirt baby Jesus. Sweet cream getting struck by lightning baby Jesus. That sounds about right. It's supposed to get down to 54 tonight and then by Sunday we'll be back in the 90s. So, y'all want to come visit us during the polar vortex? Hey, there you go. Polar vortex. Come visit your brother in Texas. Escape the heat. Or escape the cold. Just like Jake Gyllenhaal tried to do. I have an air mattress, and I know where to get good pineapple pizza. Kelly was sending me pictures of tacos. There are a lot of good tacos here. Uh, no. I'll come visit soon. I gotta, um, change my name, I guess, first or something. I don't know. Better do that before the polar vortex hits. Yeah, I'm doing it on Tuesday if I'm still not salty. (laughs) Wait, if you go in there salty, are you going to try and change Josh's name? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> change your first name? <laughs> no, he's too busy to, for at work to go to the dentist, even though he doesn't work on Saturdays. Work is too busy. He can't go to the dentist. And I'm like, alright, well maybe I'll be too busy to take a day off to go and change my name. I'm going to be super salt. If you were to change Josh's first name, what would you change it to? But. I would say tasty. He's already <laughs> in my phone as but. Tasty but. That's a good thing to change your name to. But yeah, you should change your first name too. So it's so instead of just like the last name, you can like change it to like Picolina. Totally leaving this bowl in here. Picolina Tacy. <laughs> or you could just mess with him and say, "All right, Josh, I did it. I changed Mitch's name. <laughs> I changed my name. It's now Lafonda Banky." <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even know how to spell Lafonda correctly. I think that's the point. If, as long as you misspell it the same way every time, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's the hard part. 
your hand in the air, but like, um, actually, it's spelled this way. <laughs> I didn't even realize there was a Z in the word Lafonda. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a silent Z. Z H L A P H O N D A Z. D K A R E N. Lafonda. <laughs> that sounds right. Or just misspelled Tacey on the, uh, on there, and so you change your last name to Tacey. Would be T A S E Y, America. Or go in like I did to Josh. I changed my middle name to Tacey. That's a gross middle name. I'm gonna change it to his mom's last name. <laughs> what? I married into the family. His mom would be like, "The hell." Yeah, she was not happy at the your rehearsal either. So. Is it because she dressed nicely and I dressed like a sack of potatoes? Well. Because that's the first part of it. Well, what I really remember is showing up dressed fairly nice because I had no idea what to expect. And then she coming up to me and it's like, are you the one who's going to be officiating the wedding? It's like, no. Then Jason shows up wearing like a t-shirt and flip-flops and I could just like feel her like <laughs> anger swell or like her disappointment show. <laughs> like she had visible disappointment like from 20 paces away. They're just radiating uh, from her. I think that's how Josh grew up. She eyeballed me up and down when I got there. Like, yeah, I didn't dress up. She's like, I can see that. <laughs> I was like, you look very nice. She's like, thanks. I'm like, I'm very comfortable. It'd be an hour in there. I guess we'll probably do the outro. <laughs> I am 10 already. Oh, shit. How do I edit? Use an application from, like Audacity. From Mumble. <laughs> Damn, I don't have that. I think I have... Something on my phone. I don't remember. I don't know. Are you talking about editing the podcast yourself? No. No, <laughs> just dying. I'm making a ringtone. <laughs> Here, I want to send it to his mom. <laughs> that too. Should we do yep. uh, ads? Today's episode has been brought to you by the Polar Vortex, combining polar bears and blenders since 2011. <laughs> this ad was also. Ah, oh, shit, I fucked it up. It's done. It's over with. <laughs> this podcast was also brought to you by this wall scraper that I just found on the desk. Wall scraper. Who used this? And why is it here? That last ad was also brought to you by Disappointment Rooms. <laughs> Advertisements that belong in Disappointment Rooms. Just like that one. This week's episode was brought to you by the Hidden Pickle Desk. <laughs> Hide a pickle in your desk. Today. Today's episode was brought to you by Crocheted Butts, for whatever reason. Today's episode was also brought to you by Fighting Kaiju Fire Monsters by Yourself. Fighting Kaiju Monster and Fire Monsters by Yourself. The only way to get your other partners to join in. All thousand of them. This episode was also brought to you by Pictures of Tacos. Pictures of Tacos. The only thing that ever keeps Diane's attention fully. <laughs> this episode was delayed by Blue uh. Apron. Blue Apron. <laughs> Prepping meals, taking an hour to cook, pushing back the ta- start time of the podcast. This episode was also brought to you by, is someone breaking into my house, or is that just my cat being a cat? Over to like the outro. As they say, they say don't eat hot sauce like my brother. And don't forget to drink the hot sauce. Oh, my bubble. Yay.